You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Okay, pop quiz, uh, Sid Talk. I have. Do you remember the first after the show, number one? I do. What, what did we review? The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> okay. Do you remember episode two? I do what? not exactly, but I think it must have something to do with... Have a guess. Um, it would have been him in that other one, which would have been the party thing or the game plan. Yes. Yes. So what, <laughs> That was what, my stream of consciousness. What I'm getting at here is we started with The Rock. The movie The Rock starring Nicolas Cage. Then we did The Game Plan starring Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. AKA. And today, welcome to after the show number 82... <laughs> Sunday, August the 9th, Which has no historical value whatsoever. It's just number 82. Sunday, August the 9th, 2009. And the movie we're reviewing is Race to Witch Mountain. Starring... Dwayne Johnson. The AKA, Rock. Or what do you call somebody who used to be something? Formerly known as. He's the artist, yeah, artist formerly, known formerly known as The Rock. The Rock. Um, I refer to him as Dwayne Johnson most of the time. Because I think that's what he wants. And I hate wrestling, so... Anyway, we're uh, reviewing Race to Witch Mountain, which stars The Rock. And uh, it's, a two- <laughs> it's a 2009 movie. It's uh, out on Blu-ray and DVD, or Blu-ray with a DVD in the box, combo special edition with fries and curly fries. Nice. Um, and that will be released on... Well, it's been released already. Last Tuesday, the 4th of August. Is the 4th of August right? You shouldn't yeah. have said curly fries, because now I want to reach over there and play Burger Bar, Burger Shop too. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we looked at the Blu-ray disc release of this movie, which is one of those three-disc things where you get the Blu-ray, the DVD, and the digital copy. Can we give uh, that a name? Combo. Pack. Disc. Thing. All right. I mean, like, a name. Like, uh, I don't know. Triple Pack... Whopper Doodle Dandy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a shorter name. That's the point. Oh. Let's just call it the Combo Pack. For now. What is it really called? They don't call it anything. They just put it across the top. Oh, but when you it says that, describe, you know what it's called. What? Officially. Combo Pack. <laughs> That's what it says. Limited, Genius. Limited time Combo Pack. Very okay, good. so Combo Pack. Okay. It's one so of those. From now on, if you hear us say Combo Pack in reference to Blu-ray discs, that's what we're talking about. And if you only tuned in at um, after the show number 100 never heard number 82 we say combo pack tough shit yeah because we're not going to be like some people who say like EVOO oh that's extra virgin olive oil EVOO oh that's extra virgin olive oil because if you give something an abbreviation you shouldn't have to explain what that abbreviation is within a split second after having said the abbreviation exactly so from now on this is no point combo pack I like to actually go with the long version usually <laughs> anyway yeah, you, you know what you know, if uh, I'm instant oh, me messaging too. somebody and they, and yep. they say TTFL or all that bullshit, I, I put the whole thing. Yeah, because I have to look it up. <laughs> and I'm not like an old lady or anything. It's I'm TTFL telling you, something. it's lazy. Thank. No. TTFL is probably not one. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, so this is a Disney movie. Let's just point that one out. And uh, you're going to tell us what it's about. This is Escape to Witch Mountain. Uh-huh. 19. Oh, what? Oh, right. No, it's. Uh... Return to Witch Mountain? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Race from Witch Mountain? No. Uh-uh. Race to Witch Mountain. Race to Witch Mountain. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of them. <laughs> There's okay. three of them. Race to Witch Mountain is 
a fun-loving adventure comedy starring an ex-wrestler and a couple of kids with some adventure and the chick from Sin City, in which there are aliens, lots of action-adventure. No, I'll be serious. Okay. Two young alien teenagers end up on Earth looking for something to be able to go back and save their own planet. In the process, they run into... Uh, or they cross paths with uh, kind of down on his luck. Not totally down on his luck, but he's got a past. It's very it's established very quickly, and he's got a kind of a rough past. He's a taxi driver who's taking them to this destination. And then, of course, big action ensues, and there's a chick, and there's the... Uh, All the elements. It's a, yeah, it's an advin- a family ad- adventure movie. It's a family adventure movie. So you could have summed it up just that way. <laughs> All right. So going on to the movie... Um, and it is a nod to the previous movies, but it is not the exact same plot from what I understand. No, it's not. And it is not a, it's not a, a remake, sequel. And it's not. It's just the same elements put together. And Yeah. I have not seen the originals, so... No, and neither did I. I could and be at a when I did research the originals yesterday, the originals are like highly regarded as some of Disney's best adventure movies. And I really completely missed them. Like, I know they were in the 70s and stuff, but, I mean, geez, that's when I was a kid watching yeah. the, Going the movies, to movies on the TV. Or, you know, so I don't know why I never saw them, but I actually didn't know they existed until the other day. They are available on DVD, by the way, so you can pick up the original. I actually think I would like to see them, in fact. Yeah, so forgetting the originals onto this mm-hmm. new one. So I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I'd not seen... I don't know the source material. I don't know... I didn't see a trailer for this one either, did you? Nope, not that I remember. It was out this summer. You know, just before summer started, it was out. I shouldn't say that. I've been seeing the commercial for the Blu-ray right, just a lot. So, yeah. So, you know, I knew it was a Disney kind of a kid movie. And it is. But I kind of enjoyed it. I felt... See, there's a couple, There's some problems with it, and there's some <laughs> where I just had to let yeah, all Yeah, when you go. say, like, I kind of enjoyed it, obviously there Well, I just problems. had to let some stuff go. Right. One yeah, thing, yeah, One definitely. thing was, it, even though it's a movie full of adventure and special effects, and it feels decidedly TV movie-ish to me, like low-budget-ish. Kind of claustrophobic. Yeah. Different sets and, and stuff. And some different. of the CG's terrible, and... Did you think? Yeah, when the kids stood in front of the car, I thought that was really bad. Oh, I thought it looked fine. Did you? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like... It looked it's like not him the and the gritty. car were two different... Separate yeah, entities. it's not like the gritty kind of special effect there, but I mean, it looked it fine. It felt like a TV special to me. I guess if you were watching a TV special and you'd go, oh, that's a good yeah, effect Yeah, you'd think that TV. was really good. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. So, there was that. It didn't ruin it, though. Um... But there was that. I kept feeling like I'm watching a Disney Channel thing. I don't know. I didn't feel like that particular effect was any... It was on a different thing than Do when you know the, the worst, truck hit the thing. The worst CGI right? effect. On Fantastic Four? That looked pretty good. Yeah, I thought this looked pretty good too. They just wanted to slow it down and give you like the whoa of it. And I thought it looked pretty cool. There was actually. a part where some bullets were kind of like... Yeah, I like that too. There was a re- the worst... It reminds me of Spy Kids though, you're right. Kind yeah, of the low budget kind of special lower effects. End. Yeah. The worst... Um, it's actually got a lot of parallels to something like Spy Kids actually it's mm-hmm. kind of like a Disney attempt at a Spy Kids kind of thing but anyway it there's another there was a really bad piece of CG which was when they showed you the mountain right at the beginning and some helicopters were flying away from it yes. they looked like toy helicopters yes, yeah I really, remember that I was, I was thinking, like oh, oh good start but anyway forget the bad CG which 
it's not all necessarily bad because some of it was actually pretty good and cool. Um, the fights were really good. I thought. I mean, there's not there's not a lot, and they're kind of Hollywoody, but still pretty. Yeah, and it's all the intense. other problem. You know, I shouldn't really have problems with a kids' movie like this because it is what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's for family, and it's per it's the perfect family movie in my opinion. There's no bad language. There's no violence of such. It's just fun, like you know. I yeah. mean, there, there's people with guns. Yeah. But there's nobody. Even when I said to you, oh, such a, somebody, somebody gets, you think, killed, and then they actually say, no, no, that person oh, wasn't right, killed. Right. Like, they want to make it clear, yeah. want to make it like the A-team. Like chips, yeah. 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 Like when, they, when a car turns over in the A-team, they make sure they show you a shot of everybody getting Crawling out. Crawling out. Hey, going, oh. hey, come back. Or like rubbing their head, yeah. oh, stumbling around. So it was kind of <laughs> like that. So it was that, in that way family friendly. The other thing um, I had a problem with was, and this is because it's a kids movie again probably, is they really spell everything out. Like they make characters say blah, 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 like that right out in the air. Like this is what is happening, everybody. Yes. Listen to us. This is why you this is You mean if we happening. go through that door over there and down that hallway, yeah. we're going to find the thing that goes through the door to go outside. And now somebody I, goes, yeah. I understand that's great for kids, right? <laughs> I actually don't think kids are that stupid. No, I don't. No. Well, but younger, what it reminds me of is play acting yourself when you're a kid. Like when I used to play act or like yeah. pretend to be the Charlie's Angels or something. And maybe it was me mimicking that. Maybe that's where where it starts but as a kid and you're with your friend or with your you know it's always like my I had a, my name's Cindy and the other girl's name was Cindy and we'd play and to that person you'd say yeah I'm gonna run down there and go past that tree and go down there by the swing and then we're gonna and then we're gonna capture the thing you know and then so in your mind I guess it doesn't it makes sense that but as an adult you watch it and go I know what you mean you don't need to tell me to you're gonna run go. down there just yeah, get it, yeah. and you don't need to tell me the objective of running down the hall it is to get outside and you don't so. need to like one of the kids shows one of her powers to a Dwayne, to Dwayne Johnson, and then it goes on to explain exactly what she's doing while it's happening. Right, it's obvious what she's doing. You know what I mean? That yes. sort of stuff. It's like um, funny enough, though. We've seen some adult-oriented movies. Yeah, that where do they the do the thing. same thing. Yeah, it's always a pet peeve of mine. But anyway, this is a kids' family film, and as such, you know, I turned off a lot of that while I was watching it. Obviously, even, not. even though I did <laughs> raise my eyebrow a few times. Overall, I found it fairly enjoyable. I thought yeah. the, I thought the end part kind of fizzled out a little bit. Like I, like I know there. You was, mean the resolution, or after the credits part? No, more like the third act, as we said before. Like the, can we say it? What uh, it where wouldn't. they are? I wouldn't say what it is. Well, we can. Pro- it's called bloody race to which mountain? Yeah, true. Which mountain part? I, I can. Like maybe it would have had more of a meaning to me if I'd seen the others, and when they when they finally get the shot of which mountain, you're kind of like, oh, I okay. see what you mean. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that didn't really do much for me either. No, and they, like, it didn't matter. It could have been anywhere. Like, you and know. the part of the story which you find out very quickly is that these two are from another planet and they need to save their planet, mm-hmm. or their military and government wants to come take over Earth. Okay, now that's a noble thing that they're doing. It also puts in my mind a whole other world of adventure that's been going on. And we never get any of that. We don't get anything to do. You just get this one little mission that they're doing. Yeah, and you don't ever, you know... I mean, maybe I'm just... Maybe it's the kid in me thing, and I think I want to see them landing on their planet and their parents and the plate... And uh, maybe we will, because I, <laughs> I, I, I feel sequel, like, if it did well. Yeah. I fe- 
So I don't I, necessarily want a sequel, but I wanted that to no, be I've, part of I it. I feel more and uh, more another adventure with them, with these particular people. I think. Mm. Um, but why? For what? Well, maybe, maybe a voyage to the home world. I know, but for what? We've, you know. Who knows? Yeah. That's what sequels are for. <laughs> <laughs> to make up shit that doesn't need to be made up, just so you can make a sequel. I yes. get you. So some movies have five sequels. Da dun dun. Some movies have. You don't know who I'm referring to. Some movies. They were actually represented in this movie, which was one thing you probably you have to admit it was kind of fun to see stormtroopers. Is that they're called? Mm-hmm. (laughs) You know, I tell you what was really fun and something I felt, even though I'm not familiar with the original movies, I felt all the time that there was an homage going on to the original. Like, I will explain later that yes, there was, but I even felt that without knowing it. If you know what I mean. Yes. Every time they looked at something for a little bit too long with the camera I was like oh that must be something that we're supposed to pick up on if we knew the original movies but, yeah you know. and there is a lot of that stuff which we'll explain from the extras but um I didn't, there wasn't that much about ten things was all really when you added up yeah, what he was it's, talking it's about it's there to look at if you, it's there you know this is one of those uh, movies I would have thought would have been a good thing on the blu-ray disc to put a pop-up uh, track where Wait, like we've seen before where they could say his... But this. there weren't that many, that's what I'm saying. There weren't that many things. But there's more than he even mentioned in his short thing, mm-hmm. you know? If you're really an expert and into into it. But, um... So what did you think of the movie overall? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I totally let go of, like you said, the adult eye-rolling thing. Obviously it jumps out at you when there's a lot of um, explanations going on that you don't need, but then again, you might be four years old watching it. Yeah, you know? that's why. That's why I have to keep thinking. Like, this is yeah. a little kid out. And he doesn't know what's going on. I don't like the interjection of that sort of steady flow of little cheeky comments by like Dwayne Johnson, for example, because I like his character. I think he does a fine job. He plays it fine, but then when they inter- it's like they've injected or like they've cut and pasted these little comedy moments that he'll say something roll his eyes at something, close the door in his car, and it pops open and he goes, of course. You know, shit like that. It just, it's irritating I, I because actually, it isn't funny. I actually think he's really f- a fun actor, though. Yeah, like, I do, um, As in, if I was a kid, I'm not particularly a kid. I mean, yeah, I can, I get what he's doing. Yeah, but totally. if I was a kid, I'd dig him. Like, I'd be like, yeah, that guy, I love that guy. You yeah, because he funny. seems sincere. He seems, and fun. he does the... Obviously, he's a big, bulky guy, so he he kind of fits the bill of protecting someone if they need it. But then he's got that sort of... I mean, it could be completely manufactured. He's got that charm of caring. You feel Even in the par- game plan, you, yeah, yeah. he never seemed like the hard guy at all, even though they wanted him to be. But uh, So overall, I really enjoyed the story, because I thought that's a really nice, uh, different kind of adventure that you hear about. I There was a lot of... Um, I'm, I said, the woman, I'll talk about her later, but the woman who plays the love interest slash alien expert or whatever, what, the parts that she's in, I'm just, I'm, I'm all tense because I think any moment she's going to say something or be in a way that I don't like and another moment she's fine. So that was one of those things that caused me a little bit of tension. And well, I don't know why. Let's go on to the cast and we'll okay. get on to her. I Overall, I enjoyed it very much. I loved it. It was like a good adventure. I don't even know if I wrote every, enough people down, but I wrote... I will go for these ones first. You didn't write her down? Okay, so we got... Uh, <laughs> Let me look her up. You talk about Dwayne Johnson. We got Dwayne Johnson as Jack Bruno. Yeah. And you... We've only seen him in, what, three movies? Right? Yeah. Uh, I've seen him in Doom. 
The Game Plan, Scorpion King. Oh, Scorpion King. I never saw that one. Um, what else? I think that's it. Really? Yeah. Well, all right then. So what, what's this lady called? Her name well, is uh, Carla Gugino. Gugino? Gugino? Right. And okay. now... She played Dr. Alex. Now, she's the... Yeah. Now, this is the thing for me, for her. So they did about Dwayne Johnson. I didn't he's know, good. He's fine. I didn't. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he's he's pretty much the character in the game plan. You could. I would like to hate him. I really would. I would actually come to each movie thinking, oh god, because I despise wrestling and everything it represents completely. So that's on my mind. Then when I'm watching him, he's definitely a movie he, star. Yeah, I mean, movie there's no star doubt. quality. Not a great actor. This isn't an acting. No, movie. No, he's just. A, this is a total no, this Disney is a, fantasy play acting movie. It's and this not is an also a um, look shocked, look angry, look kind of movie where ah, ah, ah. and roll a lot of those comments off, and there's yeah. emotional things. So it's like I call this. I've made up new distinction. There's play acting movies, and then there's movies where people. Yeah, this is an acting. Dig, dig deep yeah. in acting. So. so the lady who's called Carla Gugina. Now, now, for me, right, and I didn't really grasp who she was when I was watching it. And then you said, oh, yeah, she's from Sin City. And I thought, oh, that fabulous ass, because she had her ass hanging out, right? Nice. I, I do remember that scene, because there's a scene with Mickey Raw. And what did I remember? She got her hand cut off. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I just remember her stood at the sink with her ass showing, like, and he's talking to her ass almost. Now, for me, regardless of that scene, even in this, she's overtly sexual. Yeah. I'm like... Looking at her thinking porno or something. Because she like tilts she's, her head. And she's really, the clothes she's wearing are real fitted and tight and her boobs are poked out. And she's, she shouldn't be overtly sexual. It's a kid's movie, right? Is it for the dads who go, <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I don't see her that way because that's how women do dress. See, I'm a dude and I do see that. Right, but women do dress that way. It's, she, just didn't, she didn't wear any sexy clothes. No, she, she had, had like real, a t-shirt. real perfect lipstick. No, her, her lipstick hair was, was perfect. She just looked like she was ready But her clothes to... were not abnormal. I mean, she had like a jacket and a t-shirt and jeans. And she wasn't. And super tight or anything. She looked like she was ready to do it. It was just... <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> no, that was not... I didn't cross my mind. Except for the moments when she did her little head but then, thing. But then remember, I do have the image of her ass from Correct. Sin City. But you didn't. Until no. after. After, I was like, so that's why. <laughs> that's why I am. But no, I, honestly, I thought I mean, she she's was, a lovely lady, but I'm not a ver- fan of her acting. Although in Sin City, she's exactly perfect. Yeah. Spy Kid's mom, perfect. I'm pretty sure she's Spy Kid's mom, if I'm not mistaken. And Carol, Carla. Just run down quickly. Do you see Spy Kids? Do you see Spy Kids? Yes. Yes, she's the mom in Spy Kids. But she just got a very... And she was also the girl in... Uh, Son-in-law, way back when, with Polly Shore. Well, so I, I, I have a problem. I have this split personality. Sometimes I watch her, I find her really charming and lovely, and I liked her in Sin City. And then other moments, I feel like, her, she's just not hitting it for me. I don't know. I just couldn't get her. I thought she was... And in this, she plays a woman who believes that there are people, you know, there are life on other planets, and she's more into the science side of it. And she's at a sci- at a at an alien convenient. convention. The, the well, Dwayne she said it's not a com- it's not a coincidence. She explains the whole movie for us. Yeah, she does. And says just the underlying chaos theory. Yeah, yeah. similar to knowing with a, correct with a. Oh, you want the thing back? I assume with Here? the with the other guy. Yeah. So uh, then we've got the kids of who are the aliens of the movie, um, and we've got Anna Sophia Robb as Sarah, and she 
was the girl from Bridge to Terabithia, which I really, really liked. Yeah, really liked. She's grown up quite a lot in it's Bridge to Terabithia quite a while ago. It's been three or four years. See, it feels like last year to me, but no. No. But I really like her, and she's got this charm about her, which she has in this one, and I really like how she interacts with Dwayne Johnson. And the brother, in fact. But Dwayne, there's like a chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. And you can tell they're having fun when they're doing it. But, you know, these are kids from another planet. Right. And they've got an odd way about them, both of them. Which is good. They carry it through the whole thing as well. They don't ever... They lighten they up a bit. They don't shut it off, really, do they? They no, don't turn into just American normal kids. No, they keep... They don't do... They don't use a lot of contractions, which I always find interesting, you know, instead she of calls saying, him like, Jack I Bruno can't... I cannot... Yes. Jack Bruno, stop. Jack Bruno, don't. Jack Bruno, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> when he kind of gets on his nerves. But I really like her. And the kid who played the... That could um, be a recommendation as well, just off the cuff. Bridget to Terabithia, really good. Yeah, it's fun though. Really good adventure movie. So there's another kid adventure movie that's fun. And conventional as well. And then Alexander Ludwig is Seth, which is the brother character. And I really liked him too. Yeah, he had a different intensity than... um, And I really got the feeling through his acting that he really would do anything to protect his sister. Like Like he was a... Teenage boy, alien, heroic though. You know what I mean? I got same, it just from him they saying. They the same like uh, code of protecting each other, and yeah. you know. Plus, they're what I equate them to would be like alien hippies because their parents are scientists who want to save their planet from an environmental disaster, and they don't want war, and they don't want to invade Earth. So their parents have. Said well, you're right. I really wanted to know more about them, and what it essentially is is like the movie itself is like here's these two kids. We're going to run away from the military and the government the entire movie. And you're never really going to know about us. Apart from, you're going to know what we can do and what we are, but you're never going to really know our backstory. Right. Which, yeah, it I does. mean, you find out that stuff. The parents are scientists. But it's real but brief. Just Yeah, and you don't get a glimpse, because if they can read minds, move things with their minds, and change their molecular structure... What else is going on on that planet? Almost, almost, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? Almost interesting is, we... According to the girl, we also have those powers. We just haven't figured it out yet. Right. Which is interesting. So, you know. Yeah. I, I like the idea of that. That you know. They're like an advanced species of us. But we have exactly the same, but we just don't know it. Or we haven't. Right. We, we're not that advanced. Uh, then we've got... Uh, so I didn't write everybody down, but I wrote down um, Tom Everett Scott as Matheson. Now, he's the guy from... An American Werewolf in Paris, which is the sequel to American <laughs> Werewolf in London. Though. <laughs> no, but I really like American Werewolf in Paris. Right. Funnily enough, American Werewolf in London is the superior. But that's what I, where I know him from. His part is like nothing. Yeah, he's like nothing. he's just a scientist in a thing. And then other people. Who was that other kid? He was somebody we've seen in a movie. He was from uh, the Girl Next Door. He was the, you know, the one where the yeah. Make what else on. though? The he Girl Next Door is what I know him from. He was in something else for sure. He also played a scientist who was supposed to be experimenting on not these very, aliens. Not very great. No, but uh, because I recognized them both, I was like, whoa. And then the the government guy, that guy. He was the bad guy from Tomb Raider is all I remember him from. Yes, he was. Um, and was he an Indiana Jones bad guy? No, don't think so. 
He melted. He was or in something. Tomb Raider though. He must have melted in that one. Tomb Raider. Probably. I remember seeing his head melt or something. He's like a Bond villain to me. Like he looks. Yeah, like... but he was a good guy in something, and I remember talking about it, saying like, "Wow, for once, finally, I don't see him as this maniacal weird." Remember him seeing him as a like, he has a like a lawyer per- or something. Perpetual frown on his face, like his mouth is just frowning. He looks like a bad guy when he yeah. walks down the thing, but he's like a good guy slash bad guy in this movie. You reckon he's a good guy? Well. You could say he's a bit of both, but no. No, he's just the bad guy. I mean, he's the I mean, he the works government. for America. <laughs> right. It's the... Uh, oh, yeah, he's got that interesting name. Sirian Haynes. Sirian Haynes or whatever. Is he an English guy? Um, let me see. He is Irish. Right, and he's, he's in Harry Potter, right, as well. Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows, Deathly S, Part 1 and 2. Above Suspicion, Glock, Tale of Despero. I don't know any of these, but I know I've seen him in other stuff. There will be blood. Yeah, you would. You should remember him from that. Um, Rome, I do. Rome. That's it. That's where I remember him from. Yeah, he from was Rome. Caesar. In there will be blood. He's the guy who. He was excellent, and he was Julius, or he was Gaius, Gaius Julius. Isn't he the? Isn't he the guy in There Will Be Blood who, where he goes for the job, where he comes, and he says, "I am an oil man." Blah blah. Does that speech? Isn't he the guy on the other side of the table? Not sure. You know where he's tell- yeah. where he's trying to sell them his yes oh that's an awesome speech. movie we got to see that again sometime I mentioned that movie today actually in a Facebook post but anyway nice. <laughs> um, oh yeah <laughs> so yeah back the, to the outline and I think that's pretty much everybody but there's also some people from the original movies in it mm-hmm. which, which you didn't bother because <laughs> I don't know who they are like I didn't even know who they were in the he movie. was the sheriff and the waitress. Yeah, I know, but I did this before that, right? Right. The sheriff and the waitress are played by the original two people who were from uh, the original two Witch Mountain movies. And they would be, of course... Yeah, the the actual people who played the 11-year-old kids in right. the original... Was it in both original ones? I believe so, They played so, the yeah. same people. I don't see them on there quickly. So. Yeah, well, anyway, they're in there, the two... Yeah, and when he stood up, I said, I think that's the kid from the... And it's really weird, because one plays the sheriff, and he stood up, and you said, I bet that's the original kid from the original movie. And then, about a minute later, there's this blonde waitress helping them out, and I said, I bet that's the original girl, and they happen... <laughs> <laughs> and I had nothing to base that on. I just, yeah, I just had a you feeling. you were just copying off of me. Just had a feeling. But we <laughs> both got it right. So um, the director of this movie is Andy Fickman. And we was like, oh, have we seen him before? We've seen him before because he talks in the extras quite a bit. And he's the guy who did the game plan. Um, and she's the man which I didn't see. I think it's a Lindsay Lohan. Maybe. Um, but... He seems like, I remember saying something about we, him. I think we said about the game plan that he was just like a company man just doing his job. like A cookie cutter man. Yeah. Although I think that from this movie, there are lots of more interesting camera things going on in this one. There's a lot of shots where you're looking through something, through to another way. Through I can't ex- describe it really, but it's not all straightforward utilitarian storytelling camera work. So I'm thinking he doesn't have a lot to do with that. I don't think he's a visual creative guy. I think he's the director. In this kind of circumstance, he's just sort of the ringleader. And then I think the director of photography and probably... Because I would imagine there's lots of different units shooting on a Disney movie. So you got like five scenes getting shot at the same time. I don't think he has no stamp of style to me at all, really. No, not really. 
and I find him to be a, the movies are well made. made. They're seen, oh yeah, very. You know, they're very professional. Except for the, except the, for the special effects, as you pointed out. Yeah, sometimes, well, sometimes. I'm I'm sure whatever the but you know the budget is probably not particularly high on this movie, even though it kind of you could it doesn't look low budget like but. It, yeah. Like I say, it does feel like a TV special in parts. So um, we looked at the Blu-ray version, which I'm looking at now. It has a slipcover with this raised deal. and uh, it's, it's the same underneath. Yeah. Um, it's a combo pack. <laughs> and you get, interestingly, you get the normal DVD, a digital copy, and a Blu-ray disc. So you get every possible version of it you could possibly want in one disc. Um, in one package do now, environmentalists buy DVDs I wonder because that's a lot of crap there plastic the discs are not environmentally friendly at all manufacturing they got extra cardboard cover on there for no reason do they just rent from Netflix do they even own a computer <laughs> I don't know I just thought it's a lot of packaging to deliver you a movie just a movie yeah it is but I feel is it that they feel they have to give you something worth your money like like the whole thing Hmm. Like if you just got a disc in a paper sleeve, you wouldn't feel val- the value of it or something. I don't know. It if must it was be ten dollars, I would be fine with. Must that. be a marketing thing. Anyway, <laughs> there's so now this isn't particularly extras laden, even though it's on three discs. No, the extras are pretty much the other versions of the movie. I mean, the copies of the movie that you get. So why why it does have, and this thing here is exclusive to Blu-ray. So the DVD version you won't get this. Is it's the backstage Disney thing, which is called Witch Mountain, and it's discover hidden references to the original movie. Now, I think it was the best of the features, and it wasn't even like a feature. He just explained to you what they were. Yeah, it wasn't it's like, like a, you watched the movie, like you said. No, it's there. like just a ten-minute featurette, basically. That where he tells you about the actors. And I thought it was references. the best thing. Yeah. I thought it was bad, and it's exclusive to the Blu-ray, so you're not going to get that on the DVD. The bulk of what you see on the extras from this DVD are a very close-up shot of the director talking. He introduces all the blue, all the um, uh, deleted scenes. He introduces that. He talks about stuff in that one. So you get mostly him. Can I just add that, for some reason, and this is a Blu-ray disc, <laughs> the movie is fine. It's high definition. Looks awesome. It looks awesome. Sounds awesome, actually. It's some really good sound effects. Can I just add that the extras <laughs> are standard definition, and the aspect ratio is completely wrong. Like, so you have to change your television for them to fit now. That's the first Blu-ray disc I've seen that didn't get the aspect ratio right on everything. Because normally you don't have to switch anything. It just all works. Or they'll put the pillar boxes on or they'll make it the right. But this one, if you don't change it, the director looks quite large. Quite wide and docking. So yeah, you do need to change that. And they're in low definition, the extras, apart from the Blu-ray exclusive one, which was in high definition. Um, So the other two extras are deleted scenes, which are introduced by the director. There's quite a few deleted scenes. Not none of them are actually that interesting. No, it's, it's, there, it's a reason they deleted again. I said that the waitress lady was the original kid. She's been deleted. She had two you see more time. of her in the deleted scenes. So if you like her, the deleted scenes are worthwhile. Yeah. Um, there's some. There's a funny thing with the table and the moving stuff. The kids making stuff move, but it. The director says that he cut these scenes out because it changed the tone of the particular parts of the movie or they were speed bumps on their way to another energy or something anyway like to step it up to another level ah! <laughs> you did say that and what did i do just that mm. i'm so sick of that fucking phrase do you people have another way to express yourselves or do you just want to copy 
everybody in the world on every stupid reality show. Oh, let's take it to another level, shall we? And oh, Sid, my God. And Sid Talk's language there actually <laughs> took our show to a lower level. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so... You can edit it out. Yeah, so... Well, no. I like to leave it raw and uncensored. So Very the, well. The third Just wait extra, till the next one. The third extra is bloopers, which is exactly what it says on the tin. Bloopers. Um, yeah, people messing up. It's not necessarily always people messing no, up No, some either. of it was people blowing up. Yeah. When I was thinking... Okay, what's funny about that part? Because it's just somebody doing the stunt correctly. Yeah. Unless, I, unless it was wrong, but it didn't look wrong to me. Um, and that's it. There's no audio commentary, there's no video, no picture-in-picture, no Blu-ray Live even. There's not even a tour of the set with one of the kids, which is kind of one of those things yeah. Disney is, seems like they do a lot. In fact, what's really interesting to me is this is a Disney Blu-ray release. There's not even a BD Live button on the main page, nothing. Because mm-hmm. not... You think they would just provide that so you can go and look in your BD Live account? Because, I mean, it doesn't even have to have anything to do with the movie. You can just go and look at Disney's other Maybe stuff. Maybe Disney doesn't like this movie. I get the feeling they... With the I extra... think I need to go stir the dinner. Can you talk for a minute? With the low amount... Well, you said... I know, I thought it would be, but I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> with the low amount of extras on this disc, um, I feel like they did, um, you know, main... What you call it? I don't know. I, I think when they don't back a movie very much, it seems like yeah. But they've kinda... backed it with this like uh, deluxe edition with all the copies and everything. Mm. Um, I don't know. It, it does seem a little bit like because no audio commentary. Maybe their plan is like a no. Three. I don't. I don't really don't think so. Mm. This is pretty. This is a pretty luxurious <laughs> package. Like um, it's not though. It doesn't have a lot of content except for the movie. Yeah, I just feel no audio commentary these days seems a bit. Maybe an auto commentary, uh, audio commentary on a kid kind of movie isn't really necessary. Well, I mean, you could have got, like, for fans of the Witch Mountain franchise, which there obviously are. Sure, true. You could have got the, the because they were in the film, the original true. two, and got the new kid, and had all four or of them. Or you could have put the other two movies in there with it. Well, that's not going to happen. That would be awesome. They cost 20 <laughs> each or whatever. Um, so the disc two is the DVD version of the film, which is cool. I do. I am all about that. I think that's a good idea. And disc three is the digital copy, which works on laptops, iPhones, etc. But not on the Zoom. Excuse me. I'm, I'm assuming when the new Zoom comes out, there will be... F- See, it's not the, their fault that these don't work on the Zoom. Mm. It's Zoom's fault. They right. didn't build any DRM stuff in for movies. So I'm assuming when the new Zune HD comes out in November that stuff like this will work on it because I think they'll figure that out by now. Right. But the old Zunes are never going to take these movies because they don't understand encryption. and um, So it's never the movie studio's fault that it's Microsoft's fault. So you can have a go at them. Microsoft? Well, they built the Zune without Microsoft. Without They're DRM. perfect. Well, they do have DRM in the Zoom for music, but not for other people's movies, Mm. I guess. And they don't want you to just have a clear copy of the movie that you can put anywhere. Mm, True. So that's the the disc, Race to Witch Mountain. Um, I really recommend it if you've got kids especially, and I think younger kids would really... Because it's one of them... It's a good adventure. Yeah, it never lets up. It's always exciting. I don't feel that it stops at any point, really. Yeah, no. but that, yeah, no. But that said, towards the end, I was kind of... It's a pretty short movie as well, let me say that. 99 minutes. True. 
It um, felt a little... No, actually, I think I felt like at the end it was getting short, but during it I felt like it was good and bulky, so it's kind of yeah. weird. Kind of yeah. like, wait a minute, this is the end? But, you know. So, um, yeah, that's a race to Witch Mountain. It's on Blu-ray disc now. It's on DVD now. I'll just buy the Blu-ray disc and you get the DVD with it. In the combo pack. In the combo combo pack. Uh, movie re- recommendations. Thank you to Disney. Movie recommendations for this <laughs> week. Uh, from me, I thought I think of two adventure films from when I was a kid that bring back the feelings of this. I'm thinking, you know, a kid watching this today. Movies that feel like that. Number one is The Goonies. You weren't a kid, but that's fine. I was... 11, 12 years old, right? No. You weren't. What, 1981? Was it 81? The Goonies? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was later than that. But you could be right. I felt like I was a kid when I watched The Goonies, and the second movie being E.T., mm-hmm. which I felt was I was a kid then, too. I wasn't yeah, yeah. Adult. Kid was... You were definitely a kid then, but Goonies was when we were a little bit old, like teenagers. It wasn't so long after E.T., was it? Goonies? I thought it was, but I could have my whole timeline wrong. And my recommendations, I'll go ahead and talk about them. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Awesome. Um, yeah, that one fits with which mountain? There's a mountain and there's a spaceship. <laughs> aliens, <laughs> aliens. I was thinking uh, of a mountain and a spaceship. The, the Goonies, I typed. The, the Goonies. I love how IMDb has that thing now. It didn't used to. Where it knows what you're 1985. There you go. So, so you were been... 17, 18 years old? 16. Well, you weren't a kid. 17 or 18 <laughs> in I, I don't think so. I was. Yeah, I'm you younger got, than you. You're all... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Back to the outline. And my other recommendation is Real Men, which I think that I have recommended this before. It's got John Ritter, Jim Belushi. Not I've John Belushi. That. And it is... Um, like an unsuspecting alien encounter kind of movie, and it's just madcap comedy thing. But and it's probably not very good if I would watch it again now. But I remember it and the premise of it, in line with environmental and aliens and things like that. And my third one is for no reason except that as I was looking through IMDb before at different movies, I came up with Private Benjamin, and I think that's an awesome movie. Like seriously, awesome. Stop it in your face. <laughs> and can I also recommend the original two Witch Mountain movies, even though we've never seen them, if you like this movie? I, and looking, they showed you a couple of clips of them in the extras. They looked interesting to me. Yes, totally. I mean, bad special effects, yes, but it was the 70s. But it wasn't bad then, you have to put in context. Yes, you do. But this today's audiences are going to go, that spaceship looks like a cab or cutout moving on the... On right, it. well, they need to think a little deeper. It was... So, yeah, I would ago. I would also put those two down. I mean, how can you not? Oh, my God, 30 years ago. Yep. Um, so, contest this week. See the site for details. Next week's DVD. Um, I haven't... Even though it says one there, which you're not going to reveal. I haven't, fi- <laughs> haven't finalised. I don't want you to blurt that one out. I haven't finalised it yet, so... It will be a mystery surprise. So if I were to blurt it out now, you would actually have to edit this for the first time ever. No, I do edit this. That'd be awesome. I do edit this. You said you don't. You do it raw. No, I do edit occasionally. Really? Yeah. So next week will be a mystery. Um, Escape to Mystery Mountain. (laughs) But it could... No, I don't know what it will be. In fact, I do know what it will be. I just haven't received it yet. Depends what happens this week. All right, so... Can we have no hint? 
Because these people might want to be hanging on the edge of their seat waiting to see what it is. I believe Julia Roberts might be in it. Pelican Brief? <laughs> it's a Conspiracy new movie. Conspiracy Theory? It's a new movie. Okay. Pretty Woman? Yes. <laughs> Gary Marshall, Derek. Oh, Gary Marshall was also in Oh, that's right. <laughs> we didn't mention Gary Marshall. <laughs> I didn't. Gary Marshall is the director of Pretty Woman. Mark and Mindy. He created Mark and Mindy. Happy Days. And Laverne and Shirley. This, he's the brother of Penny Marshall, who directed Big and League of Their Own. He's also and in, she was also Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. He's in a very to, Hollywood family. He's in Race to Witch Mountain, and he's. I thought it's pretty good. But yeah. It's a small part, very small. He also had a small part in Hocus Pocus, which he might also have directed and or created and or produced. I don't know. For but sure. that was a little bit off topic. So games and Ace Gully still. He's on the cast. Yeah, yes, but we're off topic because we yeah. did that a while ago. So this week I have been playing. I have mostly been playing... Excitebots on the Wii, which you um, watched us play. Correct. It's like a racing game where you're... A bug or something. Robotic animals. They're really awesome. They're like these cool-looking robotic hummingbird, ladybird, ladybug, frog, frog, crab, lobster. Who knows why or what. Um, And it's a racing game which uses the motion controls to steer you don't have you don't use any buttons you just move around yeah it's pretty you do good do what I'm doing now with your hands yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good it's the sequel to Excite Truck which we happened to play right before it and realised that Excite Truck was really bad compared to this one. Oh right this was definitely a and it's got a lot of mini games it's very and, challenging and it's fun it's pretty fun I like racing games so so that's on the Wii it's not a new release or anything we just happened to pick it up it's from a while back um, another game I've been playing, which, talking of not a new release, is a game called The Witcher, which is a game from, like, 2005 or six, and it's an RPG on the PC that I've been playing. Um, that's actually really, really cool. It just it was just re-released a couple of weeks ago, and that's the reason I picked it up, because I've never played it. And it's in an uncensored version now, so now it has nudity and sex and all that stuff. Oh, great. Added back into it. Now, it's like an RPG, like you're back in the medieval days... Doing a quest and it's a vampire RPG. There's vampires in it, right? So it's medieval vampires, sex, nudity, and you get to play online with strangers. Fabulous. No, it's an offline game. Oh, you said an MMORPG. Just an RPG. <laughs> MOR, I mean PGBG. It's a play on your Jack Jones RPG. <laughs> um, it's actually pretty fun. I only got through like the first few, but it's it's um you know very involved. Loads of little quests and um. Graphics are really good, considering it's like three years, four years old. I don't know if they did something to it when they re-released it. Did you say it was in 2004? Either five or seven. Oh, right. <laughs> um, be <before>. Okay. <laughs> but I think the re-release, they might have redone some stuff. Because to me, it doesn't look like a game from then. What would be someone's motivation for releasing something like that? Because it was really critically acclaimed at the time. Yeah, it wouldn't run on many PCs because it was really... Right. Like, ahead of the game, graphically, and nobody had the expensive... So now it'll run on most PCs, because we've come quite a way now. I guess that's the reason. There are a lot of good games that people might have not played on PC, because they didn't have the PC that could handle it, and now most PCs will handle any games. And yet most people play Cubist and Bejeweled. Yeah. Um, another game, well, demo, that I've been playing, which is available on Xbox Live Marketplace right now, is Batman Arkham Asylum. Which is a game that's coming in, out in about two weeks, which I didn't really even have on my radar at all. I didn't really care. Played the demo. I can't wait for it. Like, I, I want... Rewind. You played the demo how many times? 
Well, I played it on the Xbox 360 and then I um, played it all the way through. Demo's not very long, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then I realised it's also on the PC, so I wanted to see if it looked better on the PC, so I got the PC demo too. Yes, it does look better on the PC, because you can have the max resolution. Um, and it just looks really good. You saw it last night. Mm-hmm. It looks really, really good. It's um, like a dark, realistic take on Batman, I say. Because he doesn't... got that 3D thing, like a viewfinder. It's not like real space, right? It's like front and... No, no, it's like full-on, like, Unreal oh. Engine, like... It's a third person... No, mm. it's not like that. It's uh, it's really good. The controls are real simple to pick up, yet, yeah. and there's mysteries to solve, and he has this mode where he can turn on his, his cowl vision, which is like, not his Simon cowl vision, it's <laughs> where, he's, where, where he comes in and he goes, I don't mean to offend you, but you actually suck. Not that, not that vision. You know where he can see how bad they are. No, it's like... I'm not um, being funny, but I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. I'm not being funny, but you're the worst thing I've ever heard of. So it's like... He can see, like, through walls, round buildings, and he can see people in through walls in other rooms, and he can see whether they're armed or not and stuff. So you can, so it's like a beat-em-up, where you can run in and, like, punch and all that kind of stuff. But then there's also this stealth stuff where you can... There's... You can jump up in the ceiling and hide in the shadows and wait for people to come past and get them like Splinter Cell style so there's kind of a mixture of two different games and the voice acting's really good because I listened yeah Mark Hamill's doing the uh, Joker Harley Quinn's in there I'm not sure who plays her but she's like sexy Harley Quinn she's like she was always kind of you say Harley Quinn like it's two names but she's Harlequin right? well no she's actually Harley Quinn okay Okay. that's her girl name alter yeah girl name's Harley Quinn and her, she's the Harley. Oh, so he goes Harlequin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it was a British thing that you were. No, <laughs> that's just what she is. But she's real sexy now. She's got big boobs and she's all corseted up and stuff. Like Poison Ivy. And Poison Ivy's in there too. You don't see her in the demo, but you do see Harley Quinn in the demo. She's the one who lets the Joker into the asylum. Anyway, the the premise is the Joker lets himself be caught by Batman to be took, taken to the asylum as insane, but really that's his plan to meet up with all his friends who are all also insane in the asylum and then try and take over the release them all and take over I the would bet in a man pick up all these criminals and put them in an asylum and not in a prison because they're all Batman's foes are usually um yeah what? they're criminal masterminds so they you know somebody who dresses up like the Joker he's obviously you know got a few screws loose death penalty <laughs> Yeah, well, so, yeah, they're all in the asylum, and then he wants to break them all out, I'm assuming, to take over the city all in one go, but Batman Another question about the Batman world. Why don't these people just go to another city? Because Batman won't be there. I know, it's a radical idea. They won't Gotham. Yeah, but why? Batman's there to kick their ass. (laughs) They go to, like, Podunk City somewhere, and, like, I guess Superman might be there, or Spider-Man. In Podunk City. (laughs) Superman would be in... Metropolis? Yes. Or what it's called? It is Metropolis. Yeah. And Spider-Man is in New York City? Yeah. <laughs> I think he is. That's a fictional town, That's I rubbish. think. Right, so... All I'm saying is, the bad guys from Batman keep going there. They deserve to get their butts kicked. So this game looks amazing to me. It's out in about two weeks. Um, I don't think it all takes place in the asylum either. Because I've seen clips of it where he doesn't look like he's in it an sounds asylum. sounds like Riddick as well. Riddick was trying to escape. It know? is a little bit Riddickish, especially with the stealth creeping up on people and silently grabbing them and stuff. 
There's a cool move where you can go up on the ceiling, drop down like a bat where he just hangs upside down, motionless. And then when people walk past, just go pick them up and strangle them. You know what I mean? It's like a... Oh, that does sound cool. Well, Batman can... Batman kills people. He's not... Mm. Makes no... But, um, yeah, it's not based on the Batman of the movies, by the way. It's like the comic book. Going to the comic book. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's out in two weeks. You can check out the demo now. Now, in also in two weeks will be a game called Shadow Complex, which is an Xbox Live arcade game, which is from Cliffy B and the people behind Gears of War 2. Well, that that they keep saying that, but it's not necessarily by them. Right. It's actually by the group who made the game Undertow, which is a little-known... Um, they just went into the cubicles of the people who did Gears of War and used all their software. Well, it just makes me <laughs> it just makes me laugh, because every th- single thing I've seen about Shadow Complex, Cliffy B is the spokesperson talking about it. And then when I dug a bit deeper to see... Because, you know, did, did they really make that Cliffy B's lot? Because they're doing, like, Gears of War 3, I'm assuming. Well, no, they didn't. There was a somebody doing that, and they bought them because they liked the look of the game and they carried on doing it but used resources of Epic right so Cliffy B's actually not making this game but no, he's but a good face for it yeah but if he's bought the company yeah. is that what you're saying yeah and they're using their the resources then they're gonna have all kinds of meetings and input and shit like that so so anyway what it is is it's a let's put it this way if you liked Castlevania or Metroid Super Nintendo Metroid, which is a side-scrolling exploration game where you unlock different parts of the map and you go and you see what's there and you can only get to certain places of the map if you've collected something from this section of the map, so you have to traverse back and forwards to try and unlock everything. So that's what this is. It's a modern-day take on that. So Castlevania slash Metroid. But you're just this dude, and it's based on a novel... And you, this dude walking in the woods with his girlfriend. Or not exactly his girlfriend, just this girl he fancies. And they decide to go hiking. They go off the beaten track. She gets... She finds this big military complex place. And she gets kidnapped by the some dudes and taken in the military complex. And you as this guy, who's just an everyday guy, no, not an assassin or anything like that, has to figure out what this complex is, where she is... And what the hell's going on? And it's uh, well, there's the game you were talking about then. Just yesterday, you were saying how every game that's like a shooter or a yeah, he's an everyman. Th- yeah, that oh, he happens every to game be hunky, is like though. Oh, and, right. uh, you're saying every all of them are beefed up and like Ugh, kill, kill, kill kind of people, not just like a you kind of a guy. I was saying no, <laughs> not me. I was just saying like you know when you choose a guy. I was playing Gears of War two, for instance. Every guy looks like they took a big batch of steroids and they all go yeah let's kick some ass like that I was saying what, why isn't he a guy who's like just a normal guy just a guy like yeah he's not all bulked up and he's like kind of a puss you know <laughs> cause he wouldn't be there so, some, some stuff's coming and he just runs away like you know that kind of thing or he hides on the floor <laughs> that'd be an interesting twist wouldn't it like if you're ca- you, you get that should be the guy who like like with I- Ico or Ico or whatever the girl that you have to bring behind you there should always be like that kind of guy with a game like Gears of War that has to come with you that you have to keep him alive but he's like he's such like a, a liability he's like a complete wuss and he <laughs> runs away and he just runs into the, runs into the way of guns going, or oh. he's like 
you know, just a skinny little no muscle dude, but he's total kamikaze. He's just going in time after time after time, like really brave and really. We got thunder coming, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, that's Shadow Complex, and that's coming out in two weeks. It's like fifteen bucks on Xbox Live Arcade exclusive, but they say it's uh, ten to fifteen hours worth of gameplay. So it's really like a full game, you know? Because shit, you can pay sixty dollars for. Um, G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra which I got this week and I bet you don't get five hours of gameplay out of that you know so I think it's one to watch it looks really good too there's a if you go to giantbomb.com in their video section there's a quick look of it where they show you the first ten minutes and it gives you a good idea of what you're going to get um 360 dashboard update which I've been in the beta for for the last two weeks actually comes out for everybody this Tuesday so when you switch your 360 on on Tuesday you'll get a look an update and then you'll be able to go in and buy fashionable clothes for your avatar. Everybody's dream. And there's a Netflix update, which... That's the equivalent, in my mind, of someone on Mafia Wars paying money to yeah. get some... some anything. Yeah, I, I'm not... Pati- <laughs> like, I'd pay for a cool t-shirt for my dude. If it was very specific... Something that really caught my like eye. Like it's at ascoli.com? <laughs> yeah. Like on my own logo I could have on there or something. That you could make your own design and then pay like a quarter. Or it, was just, or it was just something where I'm like, oh crap, that... Like, Isn't that what they're hoping for though? Those little stupid micro transactions or whatever they call it? It's a, just duping you into spending money, man. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. I mean, seriously. If it, see, for me, if, they're like, if, the, if the t-shirts and stuff for your avatar were 20 cents, right? Not- Why? There's nothing to it. It's a little digital version of nothingness that you look at for five seconds. Between no, you use it game. in games now. Quite a few games. You can, but I mean, so what? It's even going to be in uh, Guitar Hero 5. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if it was specific and it was low enough price, then I think they would sell. But at the moment where the t-shirts are $3 a piece, now that is just insane. I don't know who came up with that pricing, but that's not going to It's like work. a very evil plan to leak money out of your credit card. What I'm telling you, though, is that is not going to work, the $3, because a lot of people who are on Xbox Live are kids. They don't have $3 to spend on that, you know? So I think there needs to be Judging a from the samples I've heard of kids on, your, on Xbox Live, they don't give a shit about stealing their parents' credit cards and ripping them off, so they probably do buy them. So the dashboard update comes out on Tuesday. Um, from what I can tell, because I got the dashboard update a couple of weeks ago, it's quite, kind of a big update. It takes about five minutes to do it. Um... But apart from the Avatar Marketplace and some new rearranging of stuff on the dashboard. And the dashboard's really fast now, also. Like, really fast. Like, faster than it's ever been. But I was saying to my friend, that's probably because I'm on the beta and I'm on some other server away from everybody else. Plus, you don't have lots of friends on your list, do you? I have. Maybe 50. Mm. I think that's enough. Yeah, I'm saying, if you had thousands, like some people say... Yeah. Well, what you can only have a hundred. Hundreds of max. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So, no, I don't think that's the... I don't, I, this is really fast now, but what I'm saying is, because we're in the beta, I think we're on a separate server, because we'd have to be... It'd be running different software until the real one gets updated. Now, what I'm, what I'm thinking is, on Tuesday, when they move everybody onto the Xbox Live server with the new dashboard, and there's billions of people it'll probably just be as slow as it was I can't see them speed improvements keeping if right. you know what I mean or well, millions of people 15 million I believe something like that it's crazy so um that's the Xbox Live update and finally I wanted to mention John Hughes died this week 
Ferris Bueller's Day Off is definitely in my top ten movies of all time. For me, yeah. For me, you know, it's one that I can just go and watch now. And I could watch it right this I minute. It. Yeah. I could put it on my Zoom and watch it at times when I'm sitting waiting for something. Or and whatever. you know, John Hughes, Pretty in Pink, uh, Breakfast Club. It's a very big. He was a very big inspiration on our generation. I mean, today I was in the home in our home theater having a pee. <laughs> looking at our Breakfast Club posters, which is right in front of right. me. Right. And thinking, yeah, John Hughes was really, you know, he's quintessentially, he captured the 80s in his movies. And my question was, though, he was a grown man at that time. Why would he have wanted to make movies for teenagers to it? Somebody else said that this week. I said it. No, somebody else said it too. I was watching a retrospective on John Hughes saying it was a bit odd that because he tried to... Te- I mean, every. I mean, he was a teenager he was, when he, he was, was a teenager. fascinated with it. But finding that exact thing that you as a teenager go... You know, I mean, every generation's probably had one. That's the next question on the list, isn't it? Generations. But he... Yeah, definitely. Leads us to our idea of generation. Like, then we start talking about, next on the list, who are the celebrities of our generation? Like... If you think of my grandma, would have been Frank Sinatra, and you think of my mom, would have been James Dean, and and people like that. So who's our actual age, not just our generation? It's really we hard like, to do. Yeah, because we're like, oh, obviously this person, that person. You might think, oh, Sean Penn, because he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But then you look him up, and he was born in 1960. So mm-hmm. that's ten years before our time, basically, roughly. And then just run down the people that we did a little bit of research and found in our age bracket, being born between like 61, 62, and maybe 72 or 3. Well, I was born in 69. Yeah, no, I'm saying not us, these people. Right. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman, Brad Pitt, Tina Fey, Steve Carell, Judd Apatow's wife, I always forget her name, Amy Poehler, Paul Rudd, Jason Lee, Kevin Smith, Greg Kinnear, Edward Norton, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Minnie Driver, Nicolas Cage, Will Smith, Vin Diesel, which I was surprised at, Ali Berry, really surprised, I thought she was about 10 years older than me, Moby, talking music, Oasis, the dudes from Oasis, uh, Lowell and Noel. Noel and Liam. Liam Gallagher. Um, Taya Leone, who I really like myself, she was on Bad Boys. John, Don Cheadle, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, I was surprised by. I thought he Me was older. Me too. Old. I totally thought he was older. Yeah. Um, John C. Riley, uuh, And then you might think, because our percent... And then the people from Friends, they're pretty much in that generation as well. Um, you might think of someone... Like, you are convinced Denzel Washington. But he was born in 1954. Yeah, he's a lot older. Yeah. And Seth Rogen, we thought, was at least our age, if not older. He's only 28. Yeah, that's crazy. Holy shit, Yeah. Angelina Jolie and Affleck's brother, Ben Casey. They were born in 75. And I thought she was our age, but she's younger than us. And then you got, like, Phoebe Cates, who... She is from Phoebe our Phoebe Cates is 63, no way. No, she was born in 63. Oh, I thought she was 63. <laughs> she's also from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She was born in 63, so even when I was a teenager and she's in those movies, she was still older than me at the time. So you have to figure your perception. Like, the people from Breakfast Club and all them, they're all actually... A little old, lot, not a lot. I'd say, a gen, barely older than our generation. Even though when we were teenagers, we saw them as our age, because so kind of interesting thing to think about. But I've outlined a few of them there. Yeah, and we we I'd say if you want to play a fun game, yeah. and you've got access to the internet in your house, that the game we came up with was, I'm the you're the casting director, and I come to you and say. 
I need a 70-year-old man. Not somebody who can look like a 70-year-old man. A 70-year-old man. And you have to think of somebody. Who and might then we be... Then that, clarify yeah. on the internet. And you could say you can give them two to three years. So we have another game that we play, you and I, when we're in the car for long trips, which is, for example, give me seven movies that are about race cars, or give me nine movies with Brad Pitt. And we'll do that for an hour or more, yeah. just over and over and over. And it's weird, because you dredge up stuff you never thought you'd remember. And other times... If somebody said to me, give me 10 Brad Pitt movies, I might stall and be like, wait, 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 mm-hmm. what has he been in? You know, so this is our new version, but you have to have access to the internet to look up people's age. And it's kind of time consuming because unless someone has done it. It's pretty hard. If I, ta- if I say to you, I need a 55 year old man for my next movie, you try and think of a 55 year old man. Just off the top off of the your bat. head. It's hard. Yeah. Even and then you'll go, oh yeah, such and such is a fifty, right? And then you'll look him up, and he'll be seventy exactly. or thirty, and you'll be like, huh? Because what we see of people, musicians are different, because we see them as moment. I mean, day by day, moment by moment, as they go. Movies. I might, if this might be the first time I've ever watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and I've never seen another uh, Dreyfus movie. I've, ne- I've only watched Jaws and that, and then I see him, see him now, and I'm like, holy crap. Because you don't always get in your mind the time frame of the movie or of the TV show. Yeah. So it gets a little confusing with who is actually my age. Who's living through the experiences I am right now at my age kind of thing. So So there's your game for this week. Yeah. Play the game. Play the game. And my stuff? What's for Sid Talk and stuff? Have we named my section? No. No. Sid Talk. That's what we're going to call it. This is Sid Talk. What's for dinner? Vegetable curry. That's what I had to go turn the heat off on the vegetable curry. Was it burned? No, no. It was fine. It was bubbling more than I wanted it to, so I just turned it off. And uh, that's it for dinner, really. Rice and curry, and maybe I'll heat up the smashed squash. And maybe we'll have some lemon cake. We will have lemon... Or you will, because I think there's only one left. No, there's two. Okay. Weight Watchers lemon cake, by the way. (laughs) We fell for the whole Weight Watchers thing. Because they're small. It's actually really good. tasty. Weight Watchers lemon cake. Good. They're little individual packets. Very good in the uh, self-control aspect of things. I just want to say, like, this week I'm driving up to my mother's, which will be fun. It always is. Taking my nephew to the dentist. Can I tell you that tomorrow it will be 99 degrees. That'll be fine. Thank you very much. I asked him to fix the air conditioner in the car the other day, and he looked at me and he goes, Well... I'm not sure we can anymore. Uh, we'd need to do a full thing on it. And these guys I trust. I've gone to them many times and they've filled it up in the past. They're not you know? sure. They can close the gun. They can he said it, it looked like something was cracked or something. I don't know. A gasket or a sealer or something. And so that would actually require repairs rather than just filling up my whatever right. it is. So we'll just have to be hot. 99 degrees That's in the car. Fine. Ooh, I got yeah. some oil put in there and it's also leaking so I have to get that fixed. But whatever. So that'll be the long trip to my mom's, and it's always interesting. She's she's an interesting lady. <laughs> I'll report on it next week, nice. what events took place. And I just wanted to mention one thing about dieting, because it's I like, just... I like the, what that says there. <laughs> what does it say? Dieting equals, well, it doesn't say equals, dash, bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Because, oh my God, I keep, I watch a lot, at work sometimes, I work all night. And when it's slow, I turn the TV on this there. Because I'm in a room by myself for 12 hours. We have a television we can turn on. I turn it on. But at 3 o'clock, what's on? Infomercials and commercials for diet pills and diet machines and diet exercise routines and all this shit. It's all bullshit. All of it. Every single thing. Unless you eat less and better and move more, whatever you do is not going to work. I personally have to be the person... 
I need a lot of food because I just love it. I'm in love with eating food. I love to eat it. I love the texture. I love flavors. I love cooking. All of it. That's why I have a big, big butt. (laughs) However, in the last months or whatever, I've lost 27 pounds since last fall altogether. And that's only because I have changed what I'm eating, cut out red meat, stopped drinking soda, cut down on my sugar by two-thirds, stopped eating as much bread, stopped using butter, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I do some treadmilling, but not even much. I mean, I don't even do much more exercise, but a little bit more. A little bit of a walk, you know, a couple days a week, I'll do on the treadmill or go to the run center or something or at work, I make an effort to walk around, walk around, walk around. And that's different than what I used to do. So that's moving more and eating better. That's all I do, too. And that's the only thing. There's no pill. There's no fucking video that's going to help you. There's no exercise regime that they're telling you. Do this for five minutes a day and you can eat what you want. You can eat what you want and you're going to stay the same. That's all there is to it. Don't buy anything. Just make some slight changes. My plan is, my what I've done, and I've lost 40 pounds... More than 40, but... No, in the la- in this six months. Yeah. Is, I do two miles a day on the treadmill, seven days a week, which is probably overkill. You could probably <laughs> have a break one of those days. If probably. You, if you're not... But I, it doesn't bother me, You're so. habitual, though. You like routine. And your, I also... Your personality is that you I like also routine. like that, mo- that, that time. I actually look forward to going on the treadmill, and I take my... I've said it before, I take my EPC with a, an episode of Howard Stern on. And I just like that half an hour of watching something, just, you know, nothing else is going on. Yeah. I've just got my earphones in, and I'm just... And I I despise exercise, so it's hard for me. If I had a pool in my backyard, not a shitty little on-ground pool, but like an in-ground, full-size, I'd be in it every day. I'd probably be a stick figure. But I hate going on the treadmill. I have to make it a, a an event, you know? I have to take something to watch, something to totally distract myself, and all that stuff, but... I'm making an effort. I enjoy it. But anyway, what I was saying was I... Um, oh, your food, yeah. ...do that, and I cut... Don't eat, don't drink soda at all anymore, just water. Me either. I don't. I only have one sugar in my cup of tea. Maybe I'll have, I might have three cups of tea a day max, but generally two. I'll have one sugar in instead of... And it's a scant t-shirt. I used to have three, <laughs> at least. Me too. Three heaping teaspoons of sugar I would have, I, and I would have... Tons of coffee and sh- and tea every day, and I don't drink coffee. I eat anymore. one plate of food for my dinner. I don't go back and have two plates like I used to. No, and I have re- you know a smaller portion of the one plate. And what you are eating is stuff I'm making, which has no more butter, no more meat, no more as no more vegetables. And we don't eat junk food. Ever. Yeah, no, no pizzas, no nothing. Unless and I, I make it, and if you make stuff like that, don't stop eating stuff like entirely. Add new stuff to your diet. Like, I'm making curry today. What did we used to always have? About eight chicken thighs in there, and I'd use butter and olive oil to get it all going. And we'd going. eat loads of it. And we'd eat the whole pan, which would be like a quart each or half a quart or something. I mean, it was a lot. And now, tonight, it's curry, same sauce, loads of tomatoes, and vegetables. I can, say, I can say one of the most horrible things in life is... You know when you overeat, that feeling you get afterwards where you're sat on the couch going... Yep. I can say I've not had that feeling for this year. I've not had that feeling. And, and you know when the last time I did, unfortunately, the like Friday night I was at work and I'm like, oh, I'm really hungry. And I took some cereal to eat, but I didn't really want that. So I decided to go get me a bean burrito. So I got the bean burrito, ate my chips and my salsa, and I had that really over... And that's all it was. 
because I'm used to now not eating the whole a whole big plate well, of anything. And then I was like, oh, that's going to put it in my mind that this is going to make me feel miserable too because it had well, it was lettuce and guacamole and beans and But stuff. people will relate to the, that full feeling. Yeah. Nobody likes that, surely. And the, you know, the reason that makes it's you feel bad reason. is your body is your like, what telling the fuck you, are you had doing? Too yeah. Um, go and get rid of it. So we eat a bunch of times, and for me, I need lots and lots of variety, lots and lots of flavor, lots and lots of different things. Otherwise, I am absolutely miserable, and I'll go straight back to having takeout every day and frozen dinners and all that stuff because I like food and I want it to be interesting. And so, you got to figure out your personality here. Don't let somebody. The whole point of this discussion is don't let somebody, anybody, sell you on the idea. That if you take this pill every day, and then keep eating that cheeseburger and those fries and three glasses of sugar tea a day, that you're going to get skinny. No. First of all, your objective shouldn't be to get skinny. Second of all, just change some of your habits a little bit, and you will find a huge difference. Cut out the soda, people. It's, and I never thought I'd say that in my whole life, because I love Pepsi dearly. However, it's like the juice of the devil. <laughs> right. I'm just uh, watching the fork lightning hitting the floor in the distance, so nice. I think we're going to have to shut this puppy down. Okay. So um, I just want to remind you, thank you for listening. I want to remind you... To well, you're welcome. That, that's fine. Ooh, I don't know if you can hear the thunder on the um, Probably not. mic. Um, I want to thank you for listening. I want to remind you about the website. It's ascully.com, sidtalk.com, twitter.com slash ascully, twitter.com slash sidtalk, facebook.com slash ascully, facebook.com slash sidtalk. Xbox Live, Ascoli Live, Zoot, you can get this podcast on the Zoom Marketplace, the RSS feed, go to Ascoli.com, click on podcast, listen to all 82 podcasts in a row. Ooh. Sounds like you're racing to which mountain? <laughs> I am. And um, you can also go to iTunes, and iTunes is working now. Um, you can email feedback to me and not you, and that email address would be Ascoli.com. And I want to say stay classy John Hughes because um, you inspired a generation. And and also I would like to say happy birthday to my mother Aww. who died, unfortunately died when I was small, but it would be her birthday today. Very so enough. happy birthday. I can't mother. really say anything after that. Gee whiz. <laughs> stay classy mother. Oh, that's Wherever you are. Aww. And I'm going to say... Think for yourself, people. Don't let people convince you of anything other than your own... Do some research on your own topics, i.e. the diet thing. Think for yourself. Don't let anybody do it for you. <laughs>